హలో ఫ్రెండ్స్ వెల్కమ్ టు బుక్ రీడింగ్ మ్యారథన్ ఛాలెంజ్ డే ఫైవ్ చాప్టర్ ఫోర్ అటామిక్ హ్యాబిట్స్ బై జేమ్స్ క్లియర్ ఫ్రెండ్స్ టుడే విల్ బి టాకింగ్ అబౌట్ ద ఫస్ట్ లా ఆఫ్ హ్యాబిట్ ఫార్మేషన్ అండ్ ద ఫస్ట్ లా ఇస్ మేక్ ఇట్ ఆబ్వియస్ ద మ్యాన్ హూ డిడెంట్ లుక్ రైట్ The psychologist Gary Klein once told me a story about a woman who attended a family gathering. She had spent years working as a paramedic and upon arriving at the event took one look at her father-in-law and got very concerned. I don't like the way you look, she said. Her father-in-law, who was feeling perfectly fine, joking replied, jokingly replied, well i don't like your looks either no she insisted you need to go to the hospital now a few hours later the man who undergoing a life saving surgery after an examination had revealed that he had a blockage of to a major artery and was at immediate risk of a heart attack without the daughter in law's intuition he could have died what did the paramedic see how did she predict his impending heart attack when major artery arteries are obstructed the body focuses on sending blood to critical organs and always from peripheral locations near the surface of the skin the result is a change in the pattern of distribution of blood in the face after many years of working with people with heart failure the woman had unknowingly developed the ability to recognize this pattern on sight she could uh, she couldn't explain what it was that the uh, that she noticed in her father-in-law's face but she knew something was wrong similar stories exist in other fields for example military analysts can identify which blip on a radar screen is an enemy uh, missile and which one is a plane from their own fleet even though they uh, they are traveling at the same speed flying at the same altitude and look identical on radar in nearly every respect during the gulf war lieutenant commander michael reilly saved an entire battleship when he ordered a missile shot down despite the fact that it looked exactly like the battleship own planes on radar he made the right call but even his superior officers couldn't explain how he did it museum curator have been known to dis, dis, uh, discern the difference between an authentic authentic piece of art and an expertly produced counterfeit even though they can't tell you precisely which details tip them off experienced radiologists can look at a brain scan scan and predict the area where the stroke will develop before any obvious sign of visible to the untrained eye i have even heard of hairdressers noticing whether a client is pregnant based only on the feel of her hair the human brain is a prediction machine it is continuously taking your uh, taking in your surroundings and analyzing the information it comes from whenever you experience something repeatedly like a paramedic seeing in the face of a heart attack patient or a military analyst seeing a missile on a radar screen your brain begins noticing 
what is important sorting through the de- details and highlighting the relevant cues and cataloging cataloging that information for further use with enough practice you can pick up on the cues that predict certain outcomes without consciously thinking about it automatically your brain encodes the lesson learned through experience we cannot we can't ex- uh, always explain what it is we are learning but learning is happening all along the way and your ability to notice the relevant cues in a given situation is the foundation for every habit you have we underestimate how much our brain and bodies can do without thinking you do not tell your brain your hair to grow your heart uh, your heart to pump your lungs to breathe or your stomach to digest and it your body handles all this and more on autopilot you are much more than your conscious self consider hunger how do you know uh, when you are hungry you don't necessarily have to see a cookie on the counter to realize that it is time to eat appetite and hunger are governed non-consciously your body has a variety of feedback loops that gradually alert you when it, it when it is time to eat again and that track what is going on around you and within you craving can arise thanks to hormones and chemicals circulating through your body suddenly you are hungry even though you are not quite sure that uh, what tripped you off this is one of the most surprising insight about our habits you don't need to be aware of the cue for a habit to begin you can notice an opportunity and take action without dedicating conscious attention to it this is what makes habits useful it's also what makes them dangerous as habits form your actions come under the direction of your atomic automatic and non-conscious mind you fall into old patterns before you realize what's happening unless someone points it out you may not you may not notice that you cover your mouth with your hand whenever you laugh that you apologize before asking a question or that you have a habit of finishing other people's attention uh, sentence and the more you repeat these patterns the less likely you become to question what you are going what you are doing and why you are doing it i once heard of a retail clerk who was instructed to cut up empty gift cards after customers had used up the balance on the card one day the clerk cast out a few customers in a row who purchased the gift card when the next person walked up the clerk swiped the customer's actual credit card picked up the scissor and then cut it in half entirely on autopilot before looking up at the stunned customer and realizing what he had hap- what had what had just happened another woman i came across in my research was a former preschool teacher who had switched to a corporate job even though she was not working with adults her old habit would kick in and she kept asking co-workers if they had washed their hands after going to the bathroom i also found the story of a man who had spent years working as a lifeguard and would occasionally yell walk whenever he saw a child running over time the cues that spark our our habits become us so common that they are essentially invisible the treats on the kitchen counter the remote con- uh, control next to the coach 
the phone in your pocket in our pocket our responses to these cues are so deeply encoded that it may feel like the urge to act comes from nowhere for this reason we must begin the process of behavior change with awareness before we can effectively build a new habit we need to get a handle of our own current ones this can be more challenging than it sounds because once a habit is firmly rooted in your life it is mostly non-conscious and automatic if a habit remains mindless you can't expect to improve it as the psychologist carl jung said until you make the unconscious conscious it will direct your life and you will call it fate the habit scorecard the japanese railway system is regarded as one of the best in the world if you ever find yourself riding a train in tokyo you'll notice that the conductors have a peculiar habit as each operator runs the train they proceed through a ritual of pointing at different objects and calling out commands when the train approaches a signal the operator will point it uh, point at it and say signal is green as the train pulls into uh, and out of each station the operator will point at the speedometer and call out the exact speed when it's time to leave the operator will point at the timetable and state the time out on the platform other employees are performing similar actions before each train departs staff members will point out along the edge of the platform and declare all clear every detail is identified pointed at and named aloud this process known as pointing and calling is a safety system designed to reduce mistakes it seems silly but it works incredibly well pointing and calling reduces error up to up by 85% and cuts accidents by 30% the mta subway system in new york city new york city adopted a modified version of this point only and within 2 years of implementation incidents of incorrectly berthed subways fell 57% pointing and calling is so effective because it raises the level of awareness awareness from the non-conscious habit to a more conscious level because the train operator must use their eyes hands mouth and ears they are more likely to notice problems before something goes wrong my wife does something similar whenever we are preparing to walk out the door for a trip she verbally calls out the most essential items in her packing list I have got my keys. I have got my wallet. I have got my glasses. I have got my husband. The more automatic a behavior becomes, the less likely we are to consciously think about it. And when we have done something a thousand times before, we begin to overlook things. We assume that the next time uh, will be just like the last. We are so used to doing that uh, what we uh, we have always done that we don't stop to question. whether it's the right thing to do at all many of our families uh, many many of our failures in performance are largely attributable to a lack of self awareness one of the greatest challenge in changing habits is maintaining awareness of what we are actually doing this helps explain why the consequences of bad habits can sneak up on us we need a point on and call system for our personal lives That's the origin of habit scorecard which is a simple exercise you can use to become more aware of your behavior to create your own 
make a list of your daily habits here's the example a sample of where your list what you, where your list might start wake up turn off alarm check my phone go to bathroom wake myself wake myself take a shower brush my teeth floss floss my teeth put on deodorant hang up towel to dry get dressed make a cup of tea and so on once you have a full list look at each behavior and ask yourself is this a good habit a bad habit or a neutral habit if it is a good habit write plus next to it if it is a bad habit write minus if it is a neutral habit write equal to for example the list above might look like this wake up equal to turn off alarm equal to check my phone minus go to the bathroom equal to wake myself plus take a shower plus brush my teeth plus floss my teeth plus put on deodorant plus hang on towel to dry equal to get dressed equal to make a cup of tea plus the marks you give to a particular habit will depend upon uh, your situation and your goal for someone who is trying to lose weight eating a bagel with peanut butter every morning might be a good ha- bad habit for someone who is trying to bulk up and add muscles the same behavior might be a good habit it all depends on what you are working towards scoring your habits can be a bit more complex for another reason as well the levels good habit and bad habit are slightly inaccurate there are no good habits or bad habits there are only effective habits this is effective at solving problems all habits serve you in some way or even the bad ones which is why you repeat them for this exercise categorize your habits by how they will benefit you in the long run generally speaking good habits will have the net positive outcomes bad habits have net negative outcomes smoking a cigarette may reduce stress right now that's how it's serving you but it's not a healthy long term behavior if you are still having trouble determining how to rate a particular habit here is a question i like to use does this behavior help me become the type of person i wish to be does this habit cast a vote for a, or for or against my desired identity habits that reinforce your desired identity are usually good habits that conflict with your desired identity are usually bad as you create your create your habit scorecard there is no need to change anything at first the goal is to simply notice what is actually going on observe your thoughts and action without judgment and internal criticism don't blame yourself for your habits for your faults don't praise yourself for your successes if you eat a chocolate bar every morning acknowledge it almost as if you were watching someone else oh how interesting that they would do such a thing if you be, uh, being eat simply notice that you are eating more calories than you should if you waste time online notice that you are spending your life in a way that you do not want to the first step to changing bad habit is to be on the lookout for them if you feel like you need extra help then you can try pointing and calling in your own life say out loud the action that you are thinking of taking and what the outcome will be if you want to cut back on your junk food habit but notice your, yourself grabbing another cookie say out loud i am about to eat the, this cookie but i don't need it 
eating it will uh, will uh, cause me to gain weight and hurt my health hearing your bad habits spoken aloud makes the consequences seem more real it adds weight to the action rather than letting yourself mindlessly slip into an old routine this approach is useful even if you are simply trying to remember a task on your to-do list just saying out loud tomorrow i need to go to the post office after lunch increases the odds that you will actually do it you are getting yourself to acknowledge the need for action and that can make all the difference the process of behavior change always starts with awareness strategies like pointing and calling and the habit scorecard are focused on getting you to recognize your habits and acknowledge the cues that trigger them which makes it possible to respond in a way that benefits you chapter summary within a practice your brain will pick up on the cause uh, cues that predict certain outcomes without consciously thinking about it once our habits become automatic we stop paying attention to what we are doing the process of behavior change always starts with awareness you need to be aware of your habits before you can change them pointing and calling raises your level of awareness from a non-conscious habit to a more conscious level by verbalizing your actions the habit scorecard is a simple exercise you can use to become more aware of your behavior so friends thank you very much it's vivek kumar signing off for today see you tomorrow again thank you very much